This is a special presentation of the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is a special presentation on the TICAT Audio Network. I'm Bill Kelly. Well, joining us now on the heels of today's announcements about the changes that are coming with the organization, we welcome the new general manager of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Ed Hervey. Thank you for having me on. Well, this is a, this is great to, to see exactly what's going on here. And I guess, you know, we tend to look at uh, this part of the season and this part of the year, I guess, uh, with free agency, the season's over, so speculation about who may be going where, things of this nature. Uh, but the reality is, is, is there's a constant re-evaluation going on in the organization, in every CFL organization, I guess, about who can do what, who can offer what as you move forward into 2024. Absolutely. And I think that's um, the evolution of what we do in, in our business, right, is that we kind of have to look inward first. And then every, there's, there's eight teams that do not win the championship every year, and those are probably the most disappointed teams uh, in the league. And then there's one that wins, but all nine of us have one thing in common, is that we're always looking to uh, continuously to work to improve our rosters, the people that we surround ourselves with, and how we can, can build a level of consistency to win championships. And I think that goes without saying, and that's, those are things that has, has happened here to this day. Well, and you had a habit, developed a habit, I guess, of, of being with winning organizations. Uh, when you came up to the CFL years, of course, uh, you, you were an all-star for a number of years. You won a couple of great cups as a player with the Eskimos. And, and I'm sure you noticed when you finally came up here to, to Edmonton that particular time, uh, one of the great franchises and one of the great managerial organizations, the Eskimos were champions all the time uh, because of their front office structure and because of the attitude they took. And that's something you obviously adopted when you became general manager of the football team later on. Uh, and it's a key part in success, isn't it? Absolutely. I think being in Edmonton for those early years and having the opportunity to um, have a, you know, I won't say not a front row seat, but as a player, you have a seat in the in the, in the in the auditorium watching the likes of Hugh Campbell. I think you know you have to start there. Like his yeah. his legacy and greatness goes without saying. Edmonton being at that time was the flagship franchise, uh, one of the flagship franchises in the CFL, and just watching how he handled himself, how he conducted himself, how he handled uh, and just talked with the players and interacted with his staff. You know, you pick up on those things, and those are things that I learned from watching him and. And realize that you know there's a way and there's a reason why uh, his teams have been successful. And then from there, from him leaving to Rick Lawlisher, you know you just tend to learn how that works. And then obviously having an opportunity to work with the, the likes of Wally Buono um, just shows you there's a level of consistency. And, and I think the one thing that has been there for all those guys is just how they treat people, the level of consistency in which their departments have been. And I think you know success breeds from that. Well, you learned the lesson pretty well because you won a great cup as a general manager with that team too, uh, building on that legacy that the Eskimos had contained. But coming to Hamilton as you did last year, uh, this is a, an organization uh, that seems built on that same premise. I mean, you look at people like yourself, uh, the coaching staff, uh, Scott Milanovic, and so many other people, uh, they've got that great cup on their CV. I mean, he's either as a player or as a coach or manager. Uh, they, this is a, an organization that knows how to win, and I guess maybe one of the most important parts, and I know you touched on this uh, earlier, Ed, uh, the support from up above, from the ownership, from the the, the senior management, to, to say, look, at this is your game, go and do this, and, and uh, to give... To know that that support is there for you to make those decisions and, and for them to have that kind of faith in you, it's, it's got to be a big thing in building in moving forward as a football team. 
There's no question about that. Obviously, the great organizations in all professional sports have great ownership and great support. And you gotta, ha you have to give this organization credit because the Hamilton Tiger Cats is seen as one of the flagship franchises in the CFL. Um, you know, the, the Bob Young and, and, and Scott Mitchell, those, you know, those individuals have um, done everything possible to give this franchise uh, a chance to be competitive on all levels and all, all fronts. Even being away and with other teams, we always saw Hamilton as one of those teams that when they spoke, everyone listened. We knew they had the best interests of the league and obviously are going to do what it takes to compete all within the rules. So uh, there's no question that we're surrounded by an ownership group that is willing and prepared to give us all the tools necessary to be competitive to win. And, and to win now is what the expectations are. Well, and the other element to this, too, is, is as you say, it's, it's doing your homework, isn't it? Uh, you as a general manager, uh, you've got to have faith certainly in the coaching staff. Uh, you've got to have faith in the infrastructure, the support infrastructure too. Uh, you know, who's looking after Canadian talent? That's a big part of a Canadian football team. You know, where can you fit those Canadians in there? The draft itself. Who's available from the other areas right now? And, uh, you know, who's scouting south of the border? I mean, it's, it's a magnificent, uh, enterprise when it works, but boy, that's an awful lot of work and an awful lot of homework to find out who's doing what and who can be available. And, and I guess the, the law bottom line here ed who can help this football team absolutely but i think that's what that's the beauty of this is that there's a there's a ton of talented hard-working individuals within this football department and we know that once our our coaching staff and all that stuff gets settled um it's going to be a, a group effort in discussing the roster from at length about which direction how we want to want this to look what do we want to uh, present to our fan base moving forward? We know we want to be dynamic. We want to be more athletic. We want to be explosive and entertaining. Entertaining. We also want to win, and we know that we understand that we want home playoff games. Those are some of the you know key points of what we're doing as far as who we have doing those things. We have a group of guys and ladies that are more uh, skilled at doing those things and really are uh, excited and chomping at the bit to get started. Once uh, we get through this week and, you know, the coaching staff and all that stuff kind of comes to, to the table, then we'll have an opportunity to really start honing in on what we want to look like in the upcoming season. I was talking with one of my media colleagues during Grey Cup week uh, here in Hamilton, uh, and he was asking, he says, you know, disappointment. I said, yeah, I thought we should have done better this year. Probably could have won the game in Montreal, too, but, you know, it's water under the bridge now. And he says, well, when, when does the organization start to do this evaluation of the talent? And I said, they never stop. I said, I know these guys, yourself and, and oh, and, and everybody else involved in this organization, and that's an ongoing process, isn't it? You don't wait and say, okay, it's January now, it's 2024, what are we going to do? Uh, it's it's never-ending for you guys, isn't it? No, exactly. I think it's a continuous, right? It goes all the way through, right? Like for even with ourselves, the evaluations of our department from the ownership level, from and then from us going to what we look like on the roster, we have to really dive into um, the why, you know, how can we improve? Again, as I said earlier in our interview, um, there are eight disappointed teams. And uh, even the runner-up, probably the most frustrated of all. But <laughs> the, the realities are is that, you know, the, the, the realities are that we have to constantly be honest with ourselves as we evaluate our roster and how we get better. And, you know, whether that's age of players, uh, you know, the times, injuries, um, things of that nature. There's some things that are just outside of our control, but we have to um, discuss and talk about providing and making certain that there's depth 
to overcome those injuries down the line. But I think all in all, to your point, absolutely every every day is an, is an evaluation day, and we're always talking about who, what, where, and why, and how when it comes to the roster and improving it. Well, and that's already started. The process has already started. We mentioned that uh, February 13th is the free agent day, uh, but that doesn't mean you can't be talking to guys now, and you've already signed a couple of guys from last year that you want back on this roster for 2024. So uh, there's there's no rest for you guys, is there? I mean, you're, you're actively pursuing these guys and evaluating right now, but who can we bring back? Absolutely. You Again, you identify players within your roster first, your core mm-hmm. players, your yeah. quality players. Um, they're, they're more than just really good ball players. It's the, the intangible things that you don't see, how they are in the locker room, how they are with their teammates within the organization, because this organization has prided itself on having quality character people first, even as, the, as they play. So I think when you look at our signings, though, that's kind of where we're going with it as well, and we're, we're excited about the opportunity and the futures that we uh, of the future signings. Uh, it's an exciting time, and as we say, there's no such thing as, as downtime in the Canadian Football League. Uh, there's always something going on here, and uh, we're excited about the changes that are being made. And I want to thank you for taking some time for us today, Ed, and uh, continue good luck. I know we're going to be talking more about some of these uh, changes and announcements in the, uh, the days and weeks ahead, but thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Bill. I really do appreciate it. Take care. That's Ed Hervey, the general manager for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. As we mentioned, this is a very exciting time. Uh, And there are going to be more announcements about this as uh, more news uh, breaks from Tim Horton Field and the Tiger Cat front office. And you'll hear it here first, right here on the Tiger Cat Audio Network. Thanks for listening. I'm Bill Kelly. This has been a special presentation of the Tie Cats Audio Network. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review wherever you find our content. 